You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on? We're John Pemba here with James Ronnie. Welcome to the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook Podcast. Here we are previewing Friday's 11 game main slate. Uh, James returned to the podcast here, made your return to the live stream on Thursday. Uh, TGIF, my friend. TGIF, indeed. Um, big slate as always on Friday. Only a couple more Friday slates, John. Maybe this one and one, one more. more. Maybe one, one more. more. Just so. one more. Yeah. Um, Next week is the final week. Uh, you know, we, I've mentioned this a few times uh, this past week, but for those of you who maybe have missed it, uh, you know, our podcast live streamed for the MLB ends with the regular season. Uh, we still continue to cover DFS over at Fantasy Alarm throughout the playoffs. You'll get playbooks and showdown write-ups uh, by the team there. So if you're not yet a member of the All-Foro family, you can sign up today. Go to fantasyalarm.com slash win. Uh, get the seven-day free trial as well. Get a taste of what we got going on over there. Uh, James and I then take like two weeks off, uh, and then all of these graphics flip to the NBA, and you get James and I for NBA DFS podcasts and live streams for the NBA season, which secretly is actually uh, our better sport. So uh, yeah. if you've won money with us in the MLB, congratulations. Carry that money over with us uh, into the NBA here, and uh, let's keep building those bankrolls. Uh, as we move on into the NBA DFS season. But that's neither here nor there. we got to get through this 11-gamer first. Before we jump into the DraftKings main slate, shout out to our friends over at RT Sports. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm. Promo code alarm23. New users who sign up will get a 100% deposit match up to $200 over at RT Sports. Check them out today. Take advantage of that awesome match deposit bonus. James, DraftKings, 11 games on the board. How you feeling, man? Um, it's an interesting slate, and you look at pitching just right off the top. Who the hell can figure out Pablo Lopez? I can't because he's great and he's terrible all at once. It's a he's mixed into he's just great big bag of like great and bad all at once. Uh, Framber Valdez kind of similar, although. Um, he's seemingly figured it out lately. Last five starts have been more of the Framber of old. Um, and then a bunch of, I mean, there's 22 starters. So, uh, it, it's a, it's not the best list of names, but it's definitely an interesting list of names, yeah. uh, for, for an 11 game slate. It is, uh, for sure here. We'll have plenty of value, obviously in the 11 games. So let's just get into it here. Uh, first let's see course check. We have cores, uh, no cores. So we're good. Cleared, cleared of the course check here. Uh, maybe some rain. I, I will say. Uh, once again, the East coast is going to get hit with some rain this weekend. Uh, we have a tropical storm supposedly coming up the coast here for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, uh, East coast games could be in jeopardy as we hit across the weekend. So pay attention to the weather, pay attention to the five o'clock live stream here on Friday evening with James and I will update you with all that needed information. Pitching though here, Lopez 10-7, Framber 10-2, Morton is $9,900, Shane Bieber Excuse me, coming off the IL at 94 and Chris Sale against his white former White Sox team at 92 Um, you mentioned Pablo Lopez already, like what version shows up. Almost could say the same thing with Framber Valdez uh on the year. Which version of Framber shows up? He's been much more steady, the Framber of old over his last four or five starts. Um, he gets KC. Um, talk to me, man. Where are we going with the top pitching prospects? 
Um, I mean, Pablo Lopez and GPPs works because the Angels have massive strikeout upside, uh, strikeout appeal, and Lopez is two starts removed from 14 Ks against the Mets, eight scoreless. Uh, Framber has been really good, five straight starts, and and the Royals are currently battling the Athletics for the worst record in baseball. So, um, you know, you could play either of those guys. Morton is whatever. He's slumping again. Probably not the best time to be giving up a lot of runs going into the postseason. Hilarious that Bieber's coming back for no reason at all because this is a lost season already. So, like, why are you even bringing him back? I guess, you know, it I is what it is. Forget, does he have, like, a – does he have any, like – It has to be – Contract markers or something? Yeah, like, I would assume so, right? It has 20 to, starts and he gets an extra 100K or something yeah, like that? Innings, yeah, maybe innings pitched. He, he's like, I'm getting my 125 innings or whatever, yeah, like, whatever right. it is. But uh, not going to play him either way. Uh, Chris Sale is very interesting because another – just this slate is just full of GPP pitchers, but – you know, he was great against Toronto. He was really yeah. good against KC, and he was really bad against Baltimore. And we know Baltimore hits lefties. Outside of Luis Robert, and Tim Anderson has been a little better lately, and, like, there's not a lot to love about the White Sox offense. We've been saying it all year. So right. um, I would say Lopez Valdez sale is really all I'm getting above 9K. But, like, none of – I guess Framber is the safest of them, but, like, not even Framber has been all that safe. Yeah, no, I would I would agree with you. Uh, Framber's been a little bit better. Uh, Casey has some guys that have been hitting lefties a little bit better as well. Um, Velasquez, Oliveras, Witt, uh, that crew there. So, um, but I would still expect Framber to be the chalk here. I think of the talk group. Yeah. Um, you know, we like Morton, but it's you know, again, yeah, recent form not great. You know, does he get the strikeout numbers against Washington? Probably not. I mean, maybe, you know, probably not. Um, so I think it's Framer for me. And then we go down to the mid-tier. A guy that we've been playing a lot of um, has been Dean Creamer lately. Um, got hit up against St. Louis. But outside of those starts, like, been pretty solid for a mid-tier pitcher. Um, 87 is, you know, one of the higher price points we've had on him in a little bit. But, you know, I don't hate necessarily taking a look at him against Cleveland. Um I mean, that's we played Gibson Long. He could very much be a chalk pitch. Eleven Ks against the Angels, and now he's got the A's. We've talked about it on the on the Thursday live stream. Uh, any pitcher against Oakland has been the chalk. Um, so, I mean, this kid's been pretty good since getting called up. A lot of strikeout potential uh, in this matchup at a mid tier price point on an eleven game slate. It's him. That's that's the next name. Uh, it's Gibson Long. The strikeout appeal is too much to pass up. Um, I'd be a little interested here, John, in what the Dodgers do. I know Gavin Stone is listed, but uh, because Emmett Shaheen struck out 57 guys in like four innings, they never went to Ryan Yarborough. I'd be interested to see if they start Yarborough over Gavin Stone. I'm just going to throw that out there because Yarborough just never got in the game. Um, at least through five yeah. innings, he had never gotten the game, just um, given how many, uh, how well Shaheen was pitching. So I mm-hmm. uh, just thought I'd throw it out there because I would have – I. I'd have I have interest in whoever starts the Dodgers at this point. The Giants are a dumpster fire offensively. Yeah, I mean, what was the one thing we've talked about with Gavin Stone this year? Right, he couldn't get lefties out. Um, you know, I guess that's like the worry because San Francisco does have 
they do. Kremski and Conforto and Peterson and is it Estrada switch hitter? So like no, Estrada's just Estrada's just righty. Okay. So they have some. They have. They can throw some lefties in that lineup. I guess that's like a, a possible worry. But to your point, um, you know they they they've really really struggled here. Um, when did Luke Weaver become a Yankee? That's what I want to know. How, how long he ago? made he made the uh, he pitched in he got signed and then pitched in the doubleheader. Okay. Uh, against Pittsburgh. Well, I mean that 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 makes me like Arizona a lot. Uh, <laughs> it fought on the other side though. I mean, yeah, five in the third, strut out against the Cubbies in his last outing. He's again. He's good. He's good. Been okay. Been, been okay. Not great, but okay. Um, it's Patrick Corbin Day against the Braves. Like happy Patrick Corbin Day. Yeah, we're back. We're all um, back. Yeah, I don't know where else I would touch here, I guess. Like, we're just, I'm just going to plug Gibson Long so we know where we're at. Um, but, like, probably Framber and Long is our starters for this one. So when we when we move across, so you can think about a 4K per position as we move along and think about some value. But, um, you know, it can't get much worse than that. Yeah, I mean, I would I would use Brandon Fought, but that's, that's the extent of how far it down. Yeah. I would agree with you. Um, catcher position, then. Uh, well, we can talk about catchers because it's just kind of its own thing here, and we can talk about the infield as a whole after that. Um, again, you have Will Smith against a lefty. I know he's been struggling, but that's been a spot we've been trying to go to. Cal uh, Raleigh might have saved my roto season for me. Just Man just has just hit a bunch of home runs. So many uh, home 20, runs. 29 now on the year. Um, I know the batting average isn't great, and lately, again, sort of so, these numbers, but – uh, against righties is where all of his damage is coming this year. So uh, Dane Dunning experience hit a wall for a little, <laughs> after uh, after a good stretch. So wouldn't mind going to Cal Raleigh in the mid tier. Uh, both Braves catcher, one of them will play. I know they're struggling, but they're not. They're at least appropriately priced. We're not getting like a six K Sean Murphy, you know, that we have to worry about anymore. So um, I, I could see myself getting to getting to that as well. Yeah, I'll just throw. Uh, one or two names in there for with the people you mentioned, John. Jake Rogers, someone that we talked about on Thursday stream. He gets Ken Waldesuck, um, and we know Rogers has massive power. Langoliers on the other side. If you're not playing Gibson Long, Langoliers has been very potent. Twenty home runs now on the year in 127 games. That's what he does. He just hits home runs. Um, uh, so those would be two like punt. And I know Martin Maldonado. Shout out to Martin Maldonado. Gets a lefty, John Martin Maldonado, still still doing the thing, huh? Eight ninety six OPS his last ten games. I left him, I left him for two weeks, and he's still he's still treating us right over here. It, it, I tried to uh, who was I on this? I think it was Servo or Colby. Obviously, there's only two people that filled in for you, so it was one of the two. And uh, I I threw out the Maldonado lefty numbers. And I'm like, can you can you guess what his ISO is against lefties? And they're like. I don't know. I'm like, it's like 320, you know, like you just, he was just like absolutely hammering lefties. They, they, they were bluff speechless there. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. uh, I'm down for that spot there too. Against listen, Cole Reagan's was, was also just like a dynamo there for a little bit while you were gone. Uh, Just double digit strikeouts. It made no sense. I don't, I don't think those days are are, are done, but (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, no, just, just throwing it out there. But yeah, Rogers against wall to suck. Uh, hundred uh, percent in on that. I mean, dude, why is he twenty nine hundred bucks? He was thirty five hundred on the on the Thursday slate. 
I don't know. So uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. It's a good. It's a good little plug right there. Uh, first base. Uh, Olsen against Corbin is lefty lefty. Freeman against Manaya is the lefty lefty. Uh, Harper against McGill, uh, which is fine. Torque against Waldesuck uh, is fine as well. You know, if you want to go for the mid tier, and then I, I'll just keep playing Arizona against Weaver. So uh, just to rattle off a couple of first basemen for you. Yeah. Um, do you want to keep just discussing first? I like um, Ryan Noda in the value tier. If Gavin Stone does start, I'm okay playing Lamont Wade Jr. 3200. Um, Kirilov 3300 has hit a bunch of home runs lately, mm. and and Nolan Chenal like continues to be really good since his double <laughs> A call up. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't have Otani hitting behind him anymore, so like that's obviously kind of a drag. He but kind of does. He's got Chris Drury, not Chris Drury. Chris Drury's a hockey Bra- player. Brandon, Brandon Drury. Drury. That's Brandon true. Drury. Chris Drury is the, uh, the the Red Wing from like 20 years ago. Uh, shout out to Chris Drury. Not on this slate. Um, yeah. Uh, but, shout out to uh, Chris Murray and Andrew Dewhurst if they happen to watch the uh, the MLB DFS show today because they'll get they'll appreciate the hockey reference. I guess. True, but. true, true. Um, also, we'll find out we have new fans of the MLB DFS show if they that's are true. watching. That's true. Um, that's true. Um, and then uh, I saw Bobby Dalbach has been pretty good since being recalled. John, would you? You know they they have him wearing like glasses now. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's oh, just no. what it is? Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine if this whole time it's just that he couldn't see? Another another player who just like (laughs) is going through life blind. Like (laughs) we we figure it out. Like I knew I was blind in like sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly when I first got my pair of glasses. Was sixth grade. So (laughs) if you're if you're uh, like oh boy, what a what a nightmare. but anyways, but, yeah, hey, he's been he's good. Been good. He's been good. So, like, up. Just, um, no know. reason not to keep playing him, right? No, yeah, no reason not to keep wearing glasses. It's like Rick Vaughn <laughs> in, in, in Major League, you True. know? Like, True. Could not see. Uh, yeah, so I'm with you there. I knew we were going to talk about just the infield as a general, but why not just go position by position? Yeah, this we're, already, we're already three deep. We're, already uh, deep. <laughs> we're, we're, we're out here. It's the end of the season. Whatever. Who cares? No one's watching. Um, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Uh, Betts and Altuve and Albies uh, are the obvious three up top here. Uh, Albies, happy Patrick Corbin day to you, good sir. Altuve gets Reagans and Mookie gets Manaya. Uh, I don't think you ever said it was second base, so here we are for the listeners. Uh, second base. Yeah. <laughs> In case you're just listening for the first time, nobody's listening. I like nobody that. listening, uh, nobody watching was also a major league joke, by the way, for those who didn't uh, pick it up. So. Uh, Brandon Jury, I'll just skip right to him. Uh, no, nah, I... But seriously, it's, I mean, Albies is um, as good of a play as you're going to get up here. Um, he's actually cheaper than he was from the um, from the Thursday slate, a slate that he went four for six when he, with four, a uh, double, a home run, yeah. and a couple of, a couple of rest, four, uh, two more runs scored. So Ozzy Albies, pretty good day on Thursday. Uh, he's the clear cut play. I would go, so you'd mentioned Arizona. Cattell Marte is on fire, and yeah. I think him and Corbin Carroll have been the catalysts of like this, this offense in general. If you just look, seven, eight, six, seven, six five, uh, runs their last five games, yeah. and Marte has scored a run in each game, has five RBIs over that span. So forty and he's forty seven hundred. We we're paying. I mean, the last time I saw Cattell Marte before I let went on leave, he was damn near six K, yeah. and now yeah. he's sub. 
uh, sub five. So he he stands out like a sore thumb. Shout out to Catel Marte for all the crap we talked about him early on. Be like, where did the power go? What happened to this guy? He had that one random power year. He's going to hit 25. Almost 60 extra base hits in uh, general. Uh, good, <laughs> good, good on him. Figure it out. Uh, corked his bat. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Bryson Stotts in the mid-tier at $4,500. Uh, Eduardo Julian against Daniels. Fine. Finally bumped up the price on uh, Ronnie Marcio here because we've been playing a lot of this dude because he was yep. 3K forever. Uh, but now he's 4200 So yep. you got to at least uh, throw him in the conversation, but he's not as easy of a value play as he was before. Uh, Ahmad Rosario is a guy that hits lefties pretty good at $3,500. Josh Rojas at $33. Uh, someone I would consider as well. Any other values for you at second? Values. Um, Andy Abanez. 2,800 against Waldetruck um, okay. would probably be the only other name. He's been pretty good lately. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there as well. Is uh, Ban a lefty or righty? Righty. Okay. Uh, let's go over to the third base position for those of you who are listening, uh, those of you who are watching. <laughs> uh, Austin Riley, $5,600, and Alex Bregman at 54 Both get lefties, both again. Uh, figure to top the slate. I'm not even afraid of Shane Bieber. I'd go. I'd go with Gunnar Henderson here as well. He was bad, or not bad, but he was very mediocre yeah. pre-injury. So I can't imagine all the. I mean, he got reinstated from the 60-day DL. I can't imagine he just figured it out. I would agree with you. I don't think he just figured it out. I honestly didn't. I, I was not expecting him to come back. So. Um. So yeah, top tier is pretty cut and dry. Is there anybody else in the mid or value tier for you that it's sticking out to you? Um, nice to see Josh Jung back. Just yeah, uh, you know, three games back, three. Hits. Haven't been able to get him versus a lefty yet, but maybe that comes in the series. Sure. Um, Veerling does get a lefty. Michael Garcia gets a lefty. Um, anything else? Where is Vientos? Yeah, yeah where's Vientos? Homer again. Yeah, I mean Two. for. Yeah, two. no, no, he hit oh, two the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he hit one. That's four over his last eight games. I, I mean, I've said it. I, I said it on the stream on Thursday. Like these kids just needed playing time. They didn't mm-hmm. need to be playing every other day, every third day to get a rhythm. Like it's just impossible. Now he has eight home runs in his first fifty-seven games, and suddenly you're like, oh, this dude is actually the truth. So yeah, I would go back to the well. Although. Taiwan Walker doesn't lose games. He is 15 and five this year. That was a surprise of the, of a lifetime seeing that Taiwan Walker had 15 wins. Cause he's been so like just mediocre, but that just speaks to Philly's offense. He gives up a lot of runs and a lot of base runners. So mm-hmm. I would definitely go back to the Viento as well. Okay. Uh, moving on over to shortstop uh, here. You have some, again, top end talent. You can always play them out. Seager, Turner, Gunner is there again. Uh, Abrams against Morton, if you feel so inclined to go in that direction. Xander's been pretty hot. Uh, Crawford at 43 in the mid-tier looks good. I mean, again, for an 11-game slate, you know, we're getting a lot of loaded plays and loaded positions here. Dude, Xander has been – it's crazy. He started the year like this, and then he just had – I feel like went through a lull for the rest of the year, and now he's ending the year how he started. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to finish the year. He's going to think he was a great success. He hit like 290 with 22 home runs. Right. He was terrible for four months. Of um, yeah, and the walk-off home run was like the most, I don't know, the most pathetic walk-off. Not, I shouldn't say pathetic. It was a walk-off. But like, I mean, what San Diego needs to raise the fence. Like, what, <laughs> that was the, the shortest. Oh, Yankees fan saying they need to raise fences? That's rich. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. The <laughs> fence is not the problem. 
the length of the fence is the problem. The, both of it. The fence is t- barely dude, taller than the outfielders. And... Dude, the, the San Diego left field line is like chest high. I'm 5'10". I can I tower yeah. over that. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm a Red Sox fan. I can't really complain about field wall height sure, either for right sure, field. Now, we sure. do have we, we overcompensate because we have the green monster and in, in left. Sure. Uh, but right field, yeah, it's it's, it's like rib cage high for the fence there. So. Um. I would, after that, I would go down to Tim Anderson if I'm not playing Chris Hale. Tim sure. Anderson, I mean, not that he's hitting for any power, uh, but he is ending the year kind of like how the good Tim Anderson has been for the last how long? I mean, Tim Anderson yeah. won a batting title a couple of years ago. Three, I mean, 250 this year, really? But Why does he have one home run? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it doesn't make any sense. But uh, he has been really, really good. I'm going to say Sedan Rafaela as well. Alex Cora's excuse for not playing him was the Red Sox were in contention. Well, they're now officially eliminated from the playoffs. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. See, that didn't make any sense either when Alex Cora said it. Uh, you know, uh, we're in contention, so we're not playing like our, our hottest prospect in our minor league organization. Hmm. Uh, but he's hitting 300 with an 800 OPS, so uh, they now have no reason not to play him. So... I would expect Sedan Rafael to play the rest of the season better. He plays nine spots, find a spot for him, um, and he leads off. So thirty six hundred bucks for me. I'm in. Yep, I'm in too. Uh, moving on over to the outfield position. Uh, again, not going to sit there and argue with Acuna or Betts or Judge. Fine, they're all in play. Every everybody down to Corbin Carroll, uh, Lewis Robert probably is in play. Again, I maybe I cut the line off at Lewis Probert is like automatic everybody. Like I don't know. Do you, is there a disagreement here for any anybody for you that you wouldn't play of the top <laughs> fifteen? I mean, they're all in great spots. Uh, they're all elite talents. Yeah, there's too many of them. If there's any problem, there's just too many of them. You know, probably I probably do not have any disagreements. Um, as a Lewis Robert redraft owner. Uh, or a roster. I'm very disappointed in how many strikeouts he's had over the last few games, but uh, I would still play him here. Just, I mean, 37 home runs and 17 stolen bases for Elise Roberts, pretty good. So, no, I have no objections to playing anyone up here. Yeah, again, like I don't, I don't mean to like lack on the analysis, but it's like Acuna versus Corbin, Betts versus Manaya, Judge gets fought, Julio gets Dunning, maybe not Tatis against Hudson, but sure, it's Tatis against Hudson. Jordan and Cuck Tucker both hit lefties really well, so Cole Reagans isn't really like in a dominating spot there. Taylor McGill sucks, uh, so Schwarber, even though he has more homers and singles, has the home run pop. Soto against Hudson's a green light. Carroll might be my favorite just because he's fifteen hundred dollars cheaper than the next guys. Um, Robert against Sale and JD gets Manaya. Sure, fine. That's five K. Like that's your five K tier. Let's do them all. There's not one I would not play. So yep. yeah, JD uh, homered again. By the way, on, yeah. uh, on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. You, you go down below, you get Ozuna versus Corbin, the lefty at 46. Um, Chaz McCormick at 45. I mean, where are you in this mid 4K range? What sticks out to you? Um, what sticks out? Uh, I mean, I, I wish I. Wish the Red Sox outfield was like doing anything. Oh no, they all suck. Um, but they have all fallen off a literal cliff, so uh, can't really get to them. Eloy's fallen off a cliff. I don't love the mid tier. Jared Kalenic 
is fine. Um, he, after his hot start, remember when everyone was touting how good of a season he was having? I mean, I he mean, was, but then he got hurt, and it just ruined him. Like, that, that injury just tanked the entire year for him. Yeah, um, his season has definitely uh, taken a bad turn. Hunter Renfro no longer exists on a team. Uh, Tommy Pham has been really good, stealing a lot of bases, too. Uh, four home runs away from a 2020 season. He gets Puke Weaver. Matt Walner, John, has been insane again. Uh, 379, 1,000 OPS over his last 10. So I would say, you know, dipping my toes into, like, that upper 3K tier, it's uh, Tommy Pham and it's Matt Walner for me. I like it. Uh, no no issues. Uh, see if we can find any like pure punts down here. Evan Carter, Evan Carter, Texas Ranger yeah, uh, prospect, thirty four hundred. We've well. been playing a lot of him lately. Um, coming through big time. Had that home run against Boston the other night. It was great. Um, <laughs> Willie, Ca- I mean Willie Castro. I mean that th- dude. What is go- what? Is, what a season this guy had, huh? He's got thirty two stolen bags, man. Like uh, I was talking about it the, with somebody the other day. Uh, last year there was like 20 players that went 25 25 and like this year there's already like more than that <laughs> like there's in general the, the amount of guys that have power and speed number of guys that had just 25 stolen bases more last year you could count on two hands and here's willie castro nearly 32 stolen bags on the year and not even playing every day 117 117 games he's gonna end the year with 120 games and have yeah. four and 35 stolen bases. There was never, they said there was never a rookie to have 25 40, and, Cor, and Corbin Carroll has it. And then there yep. was no, nobody's ever had, was it 40 and, and 60, and, and Acuna's going to have 40 and 70. No one's had, I don't think anyone's had 40 50. 40 50, yeah. No one's had 40 50, <laughs> and he's going to have 40 70. He's going to have 40 70. Like, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but like I said, the guys that are, some guys are hitting lefties, uh, Nelson Velasquez, I know the recent number. Power like average wise not great, but a lot of power out of this dude. Dude, so many. He has like ten home runs. He has like ten home runs since being a royal. He, yeah. he like just signed him. Yeah, a lot of power. Oliveras had a, had a run here lately as yep. well, um, and still I guess on that run three twenty four eight sixty five. But he had a little stretch down here, you know, four homers in six games. So yep. um, just some power for some value down on the board. If you wanted to go against Framber, we're probably gonna play Framber, but. Uh, just mentioning it, and Kirkstad, your boy down here at twenty-seven, yep. should be should be in the lineup here. So uh, that's probably it until we get an idea of who isn't isn't playing. Aaron Hicks stuck out to me there as well, so maybe he'll get into a lineup. All right, let's build. We got Gibson. What's your what's your SB one here? Oof, um, Sale probably. Okay. Excellent. If we, wanted, if we wanted to go up to Framber, that's fine. I trust him. Um. It's a it's a risky risky slate. We're gonna want to get Arizona. Arizona, other than Corbin Carroll, not all that expensive. I would agree with you. All right, let's see what we can do with Sale again. I I feel it's a little risky, but that we can play Framber. I play uh, I want to see what we can do. I want to see what we can build here. So catcher, we're going down to Rogers because he's not priced correctly. Um, first base. What did what did we want to do? We we wanted against Corbin, right? So we needed Acuna. And Albies, at least. So mm. $3,500. I mean, Tommy Pham is really cheap if we wanted to play Arizona. Uh, Pham's 37 I mean, Kirk's, Kirkstead, as you said, was, was he KJ? Free. Yeah, he's free. 
Uh, Vientos, Ty Walker, it's 42. Uh, shortstop. What do you want to do? You can spin down to Tim Anderson if we, but we're actually we're playing Chris Sale in this lineup. Yeah, let's go. Rojas gets Manaya. He still hits lefties. Fifty-five hundred dollars. I didn't really want to spend up here, so that's eleven. Eleven one. What can we do? Let's go to short. Oh, this gets us Azuna. Perfect. Right, perfect. Yeah. There you go. Three Alleys, Acuna, Azuna, Gibson, Long, Sale, Rogers, Christian Walker. Uh, Albies, Vientos, Rojas, Acuna, Ozuna, Kirkstad. Um, we had, if we went off him, we went down to O'Hearn. Let's see, that's nine, 900 bucks to play with. Does this move us up to anybody off of Vientos? Not really. So keep Vientos there. Uh, was there a 36? Was that Fam? Fam was, no, he was 37. It is Lourdes. We could play Lourdes 33. Uh, where's Lourdes? 33. 30, he's hitting 350 over his oh, last year. Okay. Um, yeah. So if we wanted Acuna, we could do that. If we wanted to go to Corby. Corbin, we, I mean, we saved a lot of money here. Uh, 56. I can, we can bring us back up to to Walker here at 44. Give us $800 more. Tom, and go to Tommy Pham from Coriel. Do you like fam over over? Yeah, Gurriel? yeah, fam's been better. Fam's been more productive in both so bases okay. and power. So this still gives us Albies Ozuna for our Atlanta. It gives us our um, Arizona stack. Um, again, if you wanted to, Catel Marte is cheaper than Ozzy Albies. So like we could just mess around with these prices the whole time uh, and figure out different ways to make it work. But just some ideas for everybody to build a lineup for this eleven game main slate. Uh, we'll have the playbook out. I believe by Justin Reeland for Friday, and we'll have the live stream at 5 o'clock Eastern. If you guys have any questions, find us in Discord, get us on Twitter, and we will catch you all later.